Hi there and welcome to a very special Insomnia Insight episode. Coach Michelle is with us. Welcome back. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a little while, so I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, As we mentioned, it's been a while, but uh, yep, exactly. It's super cool you're here. And for those who are wondering what we're going to talk about, this is for you, especially if you're struggling with sleep and you have to or want to sleep outside of your bedroom, bed, or, you know, you're doing well right now, but, you know, you're, you're worried about when you have to sleep outside your bedroom or whenever that happens, you have kind of a speed bump situation. So those are the topics. But before we go there, something really exciting to share with everyone, which is that Coach Michelle now has her own website, hopefulmind.com. Amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm really excited about it. I just recently launched my own coaching practice, The Hopeful Mind. So just like you're sharing, you can find me at hopefulmind.com. And I'm focused on offering one-on-one -on -one coaching for anybody who is struggling with insomnia. And you have a bundle, right? Yes, I also have a package as well if people want to work with me more in the long term. Um, so I'm just, I'm very excited about it. So I hope it's very helpful for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, so glad you know it, it, it's out there because, as you know, Michelle, it, it, it took a while. It took a while, right? <laughs> it took a long while. Yes, it's been in the works for the past year, I would say, at least, and it, it definitely took a while. I feel like these things always, there's always a little bit more work than you think there is. Yeah. And, um, but I'm really happy with how it came together. I really put my heart into starting this business and into the website itself. And so I hope that comes through uh, because it really was a labor of love. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And you, and you, have you designed it yourself? Yes, I did have help. I did have help. So um, my husband who works in the digital marketing space uh, was, was helping me with this, but we did it ourselves completely so uh, and there's you know a lot that goes into that I've never done anything like that before so going into you know what photos and copywriting how I wanted to tell the story on the site all these types of things um, so it was really fun parts of it were really really fun and other parts like getting into the tech is parts that I'm not as comfortable with and as you know um, so there were challenges but also it was it was a really fun experience too wow yeah that's super nice and, and I just random thoughts came to me sometimes we joke about how like i think i speak for you and other people as well but definitely for myself i'm so glad that there are people out there who understand tech who can do that work because i i mean i could not do it for the life of me and i'm so happy that it's possible to help people by just educating talking pondering like uh, you know at, uh, you know absorbing emotions things like that which a lot of tech people will probably be like i could never do that yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same. Um, I can't imagine not being able to have any tech support. Even just thinking that just like makes me sweat. Um, so it's it's. Ooh, I'm very grateful for that as well because I want to learn, but I I I don't really want to go super deep on that front. You know, it's really really not my thing. So I want to know what I'm doing, but at the same time, get help from people who really really know what they're doing. Exactly right. Yeah. All right. So with that said, um, let's let's jump into our, our topic today. Um, so I, I wrote these the things I mentioned in the intro brief, uh, briefly down. Like one is I'm struggling with sleep and have to want to sleep outside my bedroom, and the other one is I'm no longer struggling with sleep, kind of generally speaking, except for when I when I do sleep outside mm -hmm. my bedroom. So with that said, when when you hear this one, Michelle, or you somebody uh, approaches you and says, you know, I'm struggling with sleep and there's this kind of extra pressure when I 
when I have to, or I'm worried about going places and things like that. What comes to my mind and what do you think is helpful uh, for them? Yeah, well, that makes, that's a really common question. I think everybody experiences this because so many of us, especially when we're going through our insomnia, we may not even feel comfortable leaving the bed, our bedroom. We're very much in our own space. Um, you know, a lot of us have stopped living in various ways because we're very concerned and trying to protect sleep. And, and so um, it's just normal for us to be in a recovery process, but mostly in our comfort zone is really, you know. And so as we move along with our recovery, and a part of that is living life that we would like to be in a way that we like to be living again. And sometimes that includes travel or sharing a bed with a partner again, being able to stay at a friend's place, whatever it is that's going to inevitably make it so that we have to move out of our comfort zone of our bedroom to be able to do that thing. And I think that inevitably can create stress for people because we're like, well, wait, I know I'm okay in my bed now, but I don't know if I'm okay over here. And you know that part of our, our brain that has learned fear, even, even if it's not really that much there anymore around you know sleep and insomnia and all of this, it may not know that moving out of your comfort zone is totally safe either. And just like it had to learn that it's safe and okay in your bed, it needs to go through a bit of a process to learn that it's also safe and okay for you to travel, sleep beside a partner, you know, be, be outside of your bed in general, essentially. Um, so I'll pause there, but I think it's that there's some learning that needs to happen on that level too, and that's normal and okay as part of it. So I think if you know it, that that's part of things, it can be a little bit helpful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So nicely said. And, and to me, as you were speaking, the, the, what came to mind was this like courage and kindness, mm -hmm. you know, aspects of this, that mm -hmm. when there's something you want to do, um, courage helps like having the courage to say like yeah i'm afraid of sleeping you know next to my partner which i have avoided for a while i'm afraid of that but i know i want to do that and you know having the courage to do it even where, if we're afraid is really helpful because we're kind of teaching the brain that there is no real danger just by doing it we can kind of signal to the brain we're doing it even though we're afraid which means that to some level we understand it is not dangerous and then you know that can be really helpful but then the kindness also that if we push ourselves really really hard and be like and we're like no, no, you have to do this. So you get over this. So you're not scared anymore. Then it's, it's too much pressure. So being gentle and kind with yourself and being like, okay, I, I know this is helpful to me, but I don't have to do it now. I can, I can do it when it feels right. Also really, really helpful. Right. Yeah. That's a really good point. Cause I think sometimes as well, people can feel like, okay, well, I've got to plan that big trip and I've got to get back and uh, sleeping beside my partner and I've got to be doing and it's like everything all at once and it can feel like too much so that leading with that self-kindness can be very helpful to know that you don't have to force yourself through everything all at once it's okay um, to go at a pace that feels right and one other thing that I think can help a lot as well is is to connect to the purpose of whatever it is that you're doing right why are you doing that if it's a trip um, what are you excited about with that trip, right? Maybe it's making new memories or seeing somebody you haven't seen in a while and really, really connect to that part of it before and during and even after can help reframe a little bit around, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This is important to me and I'm going to kind of move in that direction. That makes sense, yeah. Very nice and said. And I wanted to um, 
actually take an opportunity to share something. It, it kind of discuss it with you actually that um, I've never shared it before anywhere. So this is brand new, yes. <laughs> some brand new teaching. But no, no but I, in all seriousness, what happened was um, I think it was some comment on the YouTube channel where somebody said, uh, "Hey, Daniel, like I'm." It, it was sort of this one, like. I'm I'm not actually generally speaking not struggling with I'm not struggling with sleep except when I have this trip or something I have to go yeah. somewhere and the, this question was actually very insightful because they said you know a lot of what we teach is that you know when we sort of expose ourselves to what we're afraid of then we're teaching the brain it's okay mm -hmm. uh, and that can be really helpful but she said but I I rarely go on a trip it happens like you know a couple of times a year or here and there so how can I like expose myself to that you know when it happens rarely. Mm -hmm. And here's, here's what I was, and then I pondered that and I was thinking, oh, that's, you know, there's a, that's a great point. But then I was like, but in, in reality, what we're often really trying to avoid is maybe not necessarily the trip itself, but what we always try to escape is our fear, right? Yeah. The fear is always what we want to get away from. So I was thinking there's n oftentimes there, there's not a lack of anxiety in our lives. There's always something we're worried about, something we're scared about. And so my thinking was like, if we make it sort of a habit to like, wh whenever we're scared, whenever we're anxious, we, we, we can take that as an opportunity for exposure, right? We can expose oh, ourselves yeah. to that fear and then automatically, you know, that helps with all fears. So we can sort of prepare ourselves for that one by using, you know, emotions that we have kind of on a day-to-day -day basis or, or that pop up here and there. But so I never talked about this before. So it's a little weird. I mean, it's kind of unprepared, but what do you think when you hear that, Michelle? Couldn't agree more. I think the best practice for any kind of this internal work that we talk about is daily life. It's like, don't worry, daily life will give you what you need. <laughs> you don't have to manufacture anything. You don't, it will come um, because you're alive. It's going to come. And, uh, and that's for all of us. So I completely agree that the idea of experiencing uh, fear in day-to-day -day life and practicing how you meet that, how you move through that, you might still experience fear when you go on that trip. But because you've been going through and building capacity with yourself in your day-to-day -day life, you know, you'll just be better at being with it. And I think that's what all this is all about. We're never talking about, okay, we're going to make sure you never feel anxious, right? It's more about how do we get better at being with that? How do we become okay with whatever, whatever the present moment is presenting us? And that is, you know, a practice in and of itself. So I completely agree. I think daily life is really the ideal training ground for right. most of everything, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Uh, and, and, and now, actually, I sort of just have kind of one thing in my mind. I think we, we talked uh, in, I, I think, uh, hopefully, you know, our community agrees with us in, in a hopeful way about much of this. But one thing that we may not have, um, addressed is is this when when people are in a place of like not not necessarily seeing things getting better but they're like i'm, I'm really struggling right now yeah. and and i still have to go on on these trips or I, I i for work i have to go and i'm really in this struggle anything apart from what we shared for for that that person yeah well i get that uh, especially when you said you know the for work, a lot of times that's a common one. I have to go on this work trip or I have to do this thing that's bringing me out of my comfort zone. I have to do it. And I think we all have variations of that, whether it's travel or not, anything that's bringing you outside the comfort zone that you are used to. And I think a lot of the times we all wish, I know I did 
I think that you wish you could just hit the pause button on all of life while you're recovering from insomnia, but none of us can. And so I think realizing that these things that show up in our life are not these like external disruptions that are then going to knock us out of our recovery process. They are part of your recovery process. And I think reframing it that way and including it as part of your recovery process is much more helpful. And then kind of coming back to the basics as you're going through that experience, as opposed to kind of feeling like, oh, this ruined my recovery or this shouldn't be happening right now. Whatever the story is, it's just a story. And can you include it in your recovery? Wow. Yeah. Super nicely said. And I, very little to add. It, it was as you were speaking. What came to my mind was that, you know, in the scenario where you know things are easier and we have this trip and 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 we, we kind of choose to take this trip. It's like we, we choose courage in a way. Yeah. That's that's nice. It's nice to be in that place. But often we don't have the choice. You know, things are going to come. You know, scary things are going to happen to us, not by choice, but by by fact of life. But kind of meeting them in the same way with as much willingness as we as we can yeah. still is what helps, right? Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Just like you said, we might not be choosing the event, the thing that's happening to us in life, but we can still choose courage and self-kindness yeah. along yeah. In, in whatever the situation. Well, well said. So perfect time to conclude. And I will just say, uh, hope, hopefully that will help to anyone in, you know, traveling or thinking about traveling or sleeping outside their, their uh, bedroom. And uh, thanks for being guest today, Michelle. We should do yeah. this more often. Yeah, of course. And it's great to be here. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.